but across all socioeconomic groups, the proportion of students who who um, aspire to university or expect to go to university, um, it, it's decreased since 2003 across all of those groups. So whilst the proportion of disadvantaged students has decreased, it's decreased slightly more than the proportion of advantaged students, for example, but it, it has gone down across the board. And um, do you have any reasons or uh, possible reasons for this? Well, I guess we all we can do is conjecture from this point because we don't actually ask we, because we're not looking at actual enrolments, we're just asking about expectations and we don't ask why they don't aspire to something higher, I guess. I, I think it's just, in, in some, some cases, it's just facing reality more than anything. It's lower socioeconomic students perhaps looking at university courses and seeing that you know, if they if they do that, then they start off work with a really big debt, which for kids from a low SES background is a lot is a lot more difficult to imagine doing than for kids for a high SES background. Um, so, you know, that's why you end up with um, the difference between low SES and high SES in uh, in 2015. 34% of low SES students compared to 76% of high SES students um, expected to go to university. So I think that, that you know, the, the fear of that debt is, is probably pretty large in kids' minds. Um, and for, for the others, it's a matter of maybe there are opportunities to do things uh, by different pathways other than going to university. So it's a bit hard to know what else they might be doing um, because they're certainly not going to go to, they're not saying they're going to go to TAFE. The proportion just expecting just to finish year 12 has increased um, and that's probably of some concern, I would think. Yeah, so how does that sort of square in that more people are expecting to finish year 12 yet less are expecting to go on to some form of tertiary education? Well, I think it's just saying that some kids just plan on finishing. Some kids are still thinking that they will be able to just finish school and perhaps go and get a job um, then, then go and, and not worry about going on to university. I don't know how realistic that is um, and maybe that's something that careers counselling needs to pick up. You know, how realistic is it that kids will find employment if they only have Year 12? Do you have any comment on the TAFE expectation decrease as well? It's well, it's an interesting decrease, and it would certainly be interested in interesting to try and find some, you know, whether there are some reasons behind that. What the decrease is in it's in the proportion of kids wanting to do a TAFE diploma. So whether it's whether the kids that are in Year 9, which is most of the PISA kids, they're in Year 9 in 2015, whether they whether they were seeing that the TAFE diploma wasn't uh, wasn't the way to go, if they might as well either go to university doing a university track or um, go into an apprenticeship or do something else, you know, maybe that's a question. There's also questions about whether it's to do with lack of TAFE funding and TAFE closing courses. It's a bit sort of it's a bit hard to to find exact reasons why this might have happened. So all in all from these findings um, 
you seem to think that there's a cause for concern, especially given the differences between advantaged and disadvantaged students? I think that that's the problem. I think that if there was a if there was a decline and and it was it was still equal, then I don't think I don't think I would have as much concern. But where where we have such stark differences between, say, high and low SES or Indigenous and non-Indigenous, where the expectations that they will be able to go on to university are so different, then those are the things that do worry me in terms of equity. And how important are expectations in shaping a young person's future? They're very important because expectations, to a, to a great extent, drive how much effort you put into things and how much uh, engagement you you have in your work. So if your expectation is that you'll finish school and then not go on to university, for example, then what you actually um, attempt to do at school will be far different than if you know that you do have to go or you do want to go into university and you have to study for that. Um, so I think that it's, they, they, are very, they are very important and they can be um, a self-fulfilling prophecy so that if kids don't, don't think that they can go on or that they expect to terminate their education, they probably will. If they expect to go on, then they most likely will. Do you have any data to compare what happened to these kids who had varied expectations? Not at the moment because these kids won't have finished school yet. Uh, they were 15 in 2018. Uh, sorry, two, they were 15 in 2015. Um, so they'll be just finishing school this year or next year. Um, but there, there have been other studies um, there have been other studies, many other studies that show that that the two are linked, and that that you know that one does lead to the other. That expectations um, are reflected then in in what happens. And do you have any comment on the argument that there are already too many university graduates, and maybe I'm just playing devil's advocate. Um, maybe some students aren't suited to university, so them not enrolling is actually a better um i don't i don't have a problem with that i don't i don't think that i don't think that all students need to go to university um but i do think that i do think it's becoming pretty apparent that that all students do need some form of qualifications and it, it has been shown that students who go on to um university and and do gain a university degree are more likely to do better in terms of what they call the the trifecta health wealth and happiness higher expect um, higher incomes higher levels of general levels of well-being and if those things aren't equitably distributed then there are problems in the society so if it's more likely that high SES non-indigenous um, metropolitan kids have the have will go on to university than their than their peers in the other groups then there are equity issues there that I think we need to look at and I think that's that's the main problem as far as I see it any other comments that you'd like to make in relation to the report um, I think it's just again focusing on those equity groups looking at how we can make things more equitable for low SES students or Indigenous students or um, remote students so that they have the same sort of 
educational expectations and aspirations as, as um, other students in other socioeconomic groups, for example. Thank you so much for your time. My pleasure.